Welcome to Groovy Black Millennial Podcast, where you have your hosts, Nisha and Lisa. On our show, we will have guests and answer questions from our lovely listeners like you. We will cover topics ranging from art, current events, and adulting. Tune in and connect. One One time time for for the culture. Welcome to Groovy Black Millennial Podcast, where you have your hosts, Nisha and Lisa. On our show, we will have guests and answer questions from our lovely listeners like you. We will cover topics ranging from art, current events, and adulting. Tune in and connect. One, One time, time for, for the, the culture. culture. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? That's good. How was your week so far? My week's been pretty good. Really? Yeah. How's work? Calm. Same as usual. How those kids doing? Same as usual. <laughs> be cutting up. I know they be cutting up. Did they do like something for Valentine's Day? Yeah, they had a dance. It was really cute. What did they wear? Not being funny, but no, honestly, some of them have stuff like dresses. And... Oh, they don't look like patients, are they? No, they look like people. <laughs> oh, they buy their escape. <laughs> they need to be suited all day. Not suited. Some of like, them are suited. They. <laughs> What? Like what? No, I thought it was a be dressed more so like, I guess, I guess like patience, which is probably not. Ooh, in a gown, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they be walking outside and doing activities and stuff. Like oh. they have their clothes, but sometimes their clothes get taken away from them. Like it really just depends. That's getting a little too deep. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. <laughs> How was your week? It's been good. I haven't worked at all. Took PTO. Snaps yeah. to that. Don't want to go back at all. Thinking about going back. Hurting my heart. For real. Yeah. I don't think I'm going back. Don't. I don't know what you're going to do after that, but don't. I, I don't know. You know, I'm be carless after that. So, yeah. Can't go back. So, do you have plans for the weekend? Not that I know of. Not yet. Mm, okay. Do you? Oh, I'm actually going to Fort Valley State. For my cousins, um, yeah, she's in this organization called Gamma Sig. So Mm -hmm. it's their national meetup. It's a cookout. We're going to be in making. So I'm being making this weekend. You're going to be partying? I think I'm partying. I kind of hate I pay for it now. Like as of today, I'm like, do do I really want my $45? Thinking about losing it. I don't want to (laughs) go. I don't want to go. I just want to be home now. But it's going to be fun. Like I know I'm going to have fun once I get there. But like as of now. I would most definitely cancel it, but yeah. Well, go have fun, party hard, drink from me. Cause you know, I'm, I'm chilling. You know I'm drinking. You off this weekend, right? I am. That's why I gotta get back. We gonna go to this movie screening on Sunday. Who? Us. Me and you. It's this dude. I got a date. I ain't even know. See, it's a movie <laughs> called Blue and Black, but it's gonna be at the uh, Auburn Avenue Research Library. So we need to go. It said three. He told me to he um, RSVP me. So we're gonna go. That sounds great. So let me know what I should wear. So cute. <laughs> so I guess to get into our highlight of the week, we have a song by Grizzly, who's based out of Topeka, Kansas. The song is called Maybe. So everyone should check it out. And we're gonna play a little bit. 
Pedal to the metal, I7D, I spy. You should know when I pull up, I'ma need a highlight. My diamonds sing, ring a ring a ping. Your bitch just sing to my dingaling. She shake them hips for me. You know I love it when she bend over and dip for me. Yeah, you ain't done shit for me. Chris Lee, JC make hits, you see. Switch lanes, shift it. When it comes to rap, I guess I'm gifted. Yeah, when it comes to me, do not forget this. I smoke good, no lie, I've been lifted. See through ya like I knew ya. Two's up, rockin' diamonds on Medusa. Pull up, ditch class, Ferris Bueller. Grizzly, bitch, you know I'm about to pull the juice up. Maybe we were meant for something more, something more. And maybe I'm not who I was before, was before. Maybe My first time hearing it was in the car, and it was definitely, like, bumping. I was like, what? You probably was feeding, huh? Yes! <laughs> you know how the song is, like, so... Like, it has so much energy in it. It just mm-hmm. makes your foot press down on the pedal harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on that SpongeBob episode, your big toe just pop out. And- yes! Yeah, I think it was good. I feel like it's something that you could hear in a movie. In a whole party scene. Like, I see the dude walking in, folks playing beer pong on the side. Not beer pong. Beer pong. That's how you know it's about to be lit. White boy the, wasted. No, for real. Those <laughs> parties be the best. Exactly. And I feel like it's also something I can hear Meg on. Like, it still got, like, for Kansas, it still got, like, a little southern feel. And I can hear the stallion blessing it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so Pika. See? So, yeah. He did what he had to he do. He did. I'm fooling with it. I like it. So, on to our culture topic. Culture topic. So, the first thing I have is Diddy is relaunching Making the Band. Woo! <laughs> you don't got enough enthusiasm. Because Did I didn't watch it? that. Dang. You ain't had no big cousins. Mm-mm. Oh. We were around the same age. Oh, wow. Or younger than me. That's the only reason I watched it. My um uncle. I got an older uncle. It's like a few years older than me, but he's still like cool. One of those. Yeah. So he used to always be on there. He really put me on music, really. My love for music came from him. But for the people that don't know about making a band, notable groups are Danny DeCane and Day 26. You know Day 26? I don't know them people. I know who Danny DeCane is. Yeah, most people don't know because I don't really know who they are anymore either. So <laughs> I don't think they know either. So Day 26, who are you? A little band that made it. So did they? <laughs> you an asshole. So I don't know what to really expect for these people that's about to be auditioning. I just read that the baby is gonna be doing. He's gonna judge in um, North Carolina. Mm. So mm. see what he got to say. I don't know. I see him as a rapper. So would he really be someone to give input on a band? We thinking like about use, like he can review it, but if you don't like it and that's not your style, are you credible? But it doesn't matter because people will watch it because he's on it. Cut the baby, yeah. 
I might would watch it because he's on it. Just to see what he's <laughs> talking about. Just to see what he's going to say. <laughs> so, I feel like that's going to be cool. Um, I guess every city is supposed to have auditions, so. But do you really think a band will, like, last? Because the only bands I know of right now are, like, K-pop. And those are doing really good for that's people. That's the only bands I know about, too. Like, K-pop bands actually pop. Other bands, like, in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they usually kinda, some type of jealousy, somebody cheating somebody out of their money. And one person is like the standout, the most, the favorite person or whatever. So bands don't really do that well. They don't do well. They do, Not but then America. they have like a... Mm, I feel like a lot of people pick people against their other, like the other members of the band. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, if you're not really strong, you're going to get lost in it. And be all true. wrapped up in somebody being, oh, such and such is better than you. Like, it's a lot of people think about, I ain't want to say it, Destiny's Child. Oh! But people only think about Beyonce, you know? I think about Michelle. I don't know what you're talking about. See? I really think about Kelly, because I always thought she was the disenfranchised brown skin. That was, so. yeah. She was brown before it became cool. So I always felt like people kind of left her to the side. I felt like Michelle was left out, too, because her dad was, like, a pastor or something, a preacher. Yeah. So I feel like everybody kind of criticized that. But I feel like you said bands really don't. They don't. Like, you know that band Fifth Harmony? Hmm? Fifth Harmony. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. See, no. I feel like I... Because I didn't really them. listen to them, but I liked a few of their songs. Mm-hmm. And the girl, Normani, she's becoming really popular because she was the only black one, like, only black one. Oh, but she wasn't even the one who was the most popular with their fans. Like the fans would skip past her; they wouldn't hug her. They hugged the other girls, that and they just like skip her. Destiny's Child, Beyonce, but and now Beehive. she's gotten a lot more popular. And because Normani, she was on, I want to say like Vogue or something. It was a major magazine cover a few weeks ago. It was her and a few more Scissor women. Scissor and um, no, that was Rolling Stone, wasn't it? Rolling Stone. That's what it was then. Her, Scissor, and Meg. And I would have never seen Normani with Scissor and Meg, but I guess people like her. I've only heard, like, a few songs by Normani. Like, her music is good, but I still wouldn't put on a cover with Scissor and Megan. You think so? She can dance, though. She really can. What the dancing do for me in the car? What does Scissor do? Oh, baby. The Weeknd. Girl, this one album that came out four years ago. (laughs) I don't think people need to be reminded. Sizzle, bless us with some more music. Anyway. She said she was done, but you know how people do. I don't think she's done. She's just creating. Mm-mm. I'm speaking of making a band. <laughs> so, uh, this week, Omarion's debut album, oh, <laughs> dropped 15 years ago. Oh. It's been a long time <laughs> since his debut, but... Where were you 15 years ago? I was in fifth grade. Somewhere like that. What, 24? Yeah, I was like nine. Yikes. See? Mario's old. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. But adding to other groups, it was early 2000. Pretty Ricky is also dropping some new heat for the Millennium Tour. So be ready to make babies. Make some babies. <laughs> These people need to stop though. Oh. Y'all might not need to go. If y'all got too many, y'all might need to you sit know. this one out. Sit it out. Because I love Pretty Ricky. I remember hearing him for the first time. I used to think he was like one person though. You was grown. 
being a little grown, my cousin burned me a mm-hmm. CD. <laughs> it was <laughs> late night special. And Blue Stars. It was too much. It was way too much. I had no business listening to it. It was the explicit version. I had a boom box. I used to play it in my room. Did your mama hear? Sleep. No. Girl, grown. They only knew about the boom box. They didn't know what was being played. So, I missed. So, that's a mess about Pretty Ricky and the Millennium Tour. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to pop, though. Are it probably going? is. I kind of want to go myself, but then I'm kind of like, I don't know. Is it not the hair show weekend? <gasps> I don't say that. I feel like it's Because I got to go to that. I have to go. <laughs> we got to go to the hair if show. If it comes weekend. against the hair show, I got to go to the hair show. I'm going to get Start deep conditioning now, cause I need all my curls to pop. I'm saying I haven't been in years. I've never been. Really? You always tell me about it so late, and we still forget. I'm saying it's like, and it's kind of late now, honestly, to be talking about. It. It's almost March, and it's in April. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is late. It is almost March. Are we going or not? I don't know. I sent you the picture. We need to book, get our tickets, cause they're probably ten dollars now. Yeah. No need to buy it when they're twenty five. But. Did you um, did you see Rihanna's speech at the NAACP Awards? I heard about it on Twitter. That damn Twitter. Good old Twitter. Twitter puts you on. It puts me on. That's where I get a lot of news. <laughs> it is. I swear, you do be updating me about everything from Twitter. Because these people be on it. They stay on Twitter all day, and I'll check in. I'm like, oof. Let me just send this. Does Lisa know about this? Let Mm-mm. me send it. It might be something interesting. Please keep sending. I really appreciate all of it. I still got to get my Twitter right because I've been following these people since, like, middle school. No, it was high school. I'm tripping. But my followers not always content that I want to see. You yeah. Know? So you got to tell me to go what you and follow these see. folks because I don't care about people from high school. But I heard her speech was... Some people were saying it was kind of generic. But I feel like Rihanna's one of those people, if she's saying something important, then I feel like maybe people will listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I do feel it was generic, too. I feel like she kind of did. It's like she didn't really go as hard as she could have, I guess, when it comes to, you know, she don't want to ruin her fan base, too. Yeah. You know, so it's still like you got to tiptoe. So she was just saying, she highlighted, like, the race issues and all the stuff that's going on in the world. She was just basically saying it's all of our problems. But she started out really light by saying stuff like, do we have friends that are from different races? Do we have coworkers and stuff like that? And everybody was like in agreement. Everybody's like, raise your hand in the crowd. Everybody raised their hands, you know, they'd be getting caught up. Mm. And she was just like, overall, we need to hold our friends accountable too because it's also their problem. Like when you're marching, protesting, and posting, tell your friends to pull up. Pull up. So <laughs> her accent. But yeah, <laughs> and hopefully if she says it, y'all will do it. Y'all yeah. will pull up for y'all friends because I feel like black people will champion for other people's issues, but nobody will do the same. Yeah, and I can I agree. Like you know, we try to insert ourselves into everybody else's problems when it's not our problems, and that happens too often. I feel like we do kind of. Basically, like you say, become everybody else's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we don't always get that same love back. But we continue to still be everybody else's cheerleaders. So, I feel like Rihanna is a good person to basically share that with the world. 
kind of like when Beyonce did at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's it. That's going to go into our actual topic. Life path numbers. And for all you lovely people out there that don't know what life path numbers are, it's similar to your astrology sun sign. It reveals your greater purpose, including your strengths and weaknesses, your talents, and your ambitions. So what's your life path number? This is... Mine is six. And mine is three. (laughs) So, with me, me is number three. I felt like it's going to be kind of like boosting my own head. It's going to sound real arrogant. I mean, if it's your truth, speak it, (laughs) ma'am. Let me bless (laughs) y'all. It said that life paths three, well, individuals with the life path three are very charismatic. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm very charming. So, do you think I'm charming, Nisha? You have your charming moments. Yes, I do. But it also says we're very magnetic people in the life of the party. Even though I don't want to show up half the time, I'm going to still do my part when I get there. She be pulling up, y'all. I don't like being bored. I be telling people, they be like, you talk all that time. And I'm like, it's because I don't like being bored. That's the only reason I be speaking. So, yeah. You say we don't have a filter and we just say things. And, you know, you get on me about that a lot. I do just say, I just say anything. You know, whatever. So, that's not a good thing, really, at times. But it said that's one thing about us. We don't have a filter. We just pretty much say anything that comes to us. It comes out in our mind. It doesn't matter. Say we're hilarious and we're a natural clown. So, maybe I need to move back into this comedy. You are a natural clown. (laughs) But it said... Even when it's a problem, this isn't as good. It just says that we always make a joke out of everything. Like, <laughs> everything's a joke. I guess I could walk outside and my tire's flat, and I'll make a joke out of it. Like, <laughs> guess I'm going to be rolling out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's me. Um, but it's like saying um, our purpose of life is to bring people together or be on stage. But I do feel like I bring people together a lot when I had the kickbacks, the kickbikes. Mm. those are always nice and I'm sometimes overly energetic but and superficial like we care Ooh. about looks a lot and that's a lot of people. barely want to get really serious on things but especially relationships it said dating life path three can be complicated because they'll be in and out of emotions a lot so I guess it's saying I'm going to continuously just be single because most people are not trying to deal with that it's all her future y'all Single she be in and out. In and she out. <laughs> in and she out. I like you today. Don't like you tomorrow. Ooh. Who knows? But yeah. So that's mine. What was some about yours? I don't like mine. Because it is true. Ooh. But it offends me. Call yet? No. It says I'm a nurturer. You are. Like I take care of people. And I don't like it. I don't like feeling like other people's problems are my problems. I don't mm-hmm. like feeling like I have to be there for people for some like unknown reason like I don't really have to be there for most of the people that I'm there for mm-hmm. that I'm a visionary a champion of justice Oh, I lean towards love and marriage 
Really? Yes. But I can see that because I, I, I just it. can see that. I can't. I had to see it. Because <laughs> I partner really well. Like, I, I can make... I, I don't know. I can be a good partner to mm-hmm. almost anybody because I just... I'm good at being a partner to people. And he's very chill. Taking care of people. Yeah. Because the nurturing part automatically kind of going to make you a good partner. And then you're, like, very chill. Because I feel like most nurturers would be good partners. Because overall, they're going to care about their family and their foundation. So, yeah. as a nurturer, that's what you're going to do. You're going to try to make this shape at all times. Isn't their family oriented? Like, always. Oriented and responsible all the time. People come to you with all their problems and hey, expect mom. you to fix it. <laughs> or hey, expect mom. you to like sympathize with them or yeah. you know, all that stuff. And it happens to me. Like people do come to me with their problems. And I don't mind that, but it's just being told that I'm a nurturer and being told that this is like my life path. I'm like I, I feel like that is the part that kind of bothers me when it's like this is your path. Like like, I'm always going to be you. this way. Like, I don't like, I don't yeah. really like it all the time. Because, like you said in the definition, it's like the life path number reveals your greater purpose. And it's kind of like if you feel overwhelmed with being a nurturer all the time or always trying to take on other people's problems. Like, can I be a life path too or something? Like, can I just switch it around? Can and I'm switch it around. around. <laughs> so that just goes into, like, do you feel like it's accurate or do you feel like it? aligns with your life. I feel like mine does really align with my life. I feel like I cannot take most stuff serious. <laughs> unless I have to. Like, I really just have to tell myself, like, all right, this is a serious moment. Let's not make a joke about it. But I'm making a joke in my head. So it's like, <laughs> most of I feel like it kind of pushes me in this area. Like, you're going to always take stuff kind of light. And you might not always be able to connect with people like you would, because I kind of get in and out. Like you were saying, like, I'm in and out my emotions a lot. So, it kind of damns me to have nothing. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Mine's it's a real. little bit too accurate sometimes. But I also feel like I fight, I like, I pull against it mm-hmm. a lot. Like, I pull against stuff like that because I don't want to be that person who just wants to be there for everybody. Yeah. I just don't want to be that person because somebody need, like I need to be there for myself. Mm-hmm. I need to be the the first person I'm there for. So, you know, I I guess I fight against it. I'm not sure if it'll always pan out that mm-hmm. way. If it'll if my nature will overcome me. Right. But I feel like I'm always fighting against it. Not always, but I know. Like, my first impulse is to, like, you know, if somebody says something's going on, I want to help. But I have to pull back and be like, okay, but is this going to put you in a bad position? Are you even in the space to help people? Right. Like, what's going on with you? Like, do you need help? Like, you know, so it's accurate, but I feel like I make the necessary changes to where I don't have to always be that way if I don't want to be. Do you feel like you're, I guess you say you try to fight against it, but overall, do you feel like it just overwhelms you when it comes to other people's problems? Or do you feel like you can kind of usually balance it along with your own life, but you just feel like you shouldn't be forced to have to figure out the balance? 
I feel like I push it a lot to the back of my head. <laughs> like, just to not think about it. No, for real. Like, what? I don't think about other people's problems. Like, if I feel bad because mm-hmm. somebody has something going on and they're kind of telling me about it, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. I kind of push it to the back because I'm like, I don't really need to be thinking about that. I got stuff going on. So, let me just put that back That's there good. and focus on what I have going on. Not to say I don't care, but it's like, you know, that's mm-hmm. not what my main focus is. <laughs> they gotta to do you. it too. <laughs> I'm saying, what about you? Do you think it'll affect you moving forward, knowing what your path is? Yeah, in a way. I feel like I kind of need to, I guess, work on not having a filter, being more so, I guess, more cognizant about what I'm saying and like when I'm saying stuff. Mm hmm. I feel like being straightforward works for me, but at times, like, you just don't always got to say something, but that's really hard Unless for me. Unless you do. Unless I do, <laughs> and usually I got to let you know. Not, like, rude, but I just feel like if I have an opinion on something and you're presenting whatever you're doing in front of me, I deserve the right to say what I want to say. YOLO. I'm only going to get one opportunity to say what I got to say. So I'm going <laughs> to say it and you're going to hear it. No, because honestly, if I leave a situation and I can't say what I got to say, what I'm going to do then? You know? I know. I'm trying to let y'all know. But I do also feel like me being like a life of the party, I feel like it puts me in like another level of stress. Because I think I automatically feel like I'm obligated to be a host mm. when I do get to places. Do you do that at other people's parties mm-hmm. too? Because I ain't about to be bored. <laughs> I'm not about to be bored. Everybody good. You need some water. You need some pretzels. You need whatever. So you out here hosting other people's hosting parties? Hosting other people's parties. Like I really want to be an event planner anyway. So I think that kind of kicks in. Because mm-hmm. I really like stuff being organized and set up a certain way. But that might be kind of basing on like how I feel like I'm the life of the party. Sort of. It goes into me wanting to be an event planner. You know, I like everything a certain way. Yeah. So, I feel like that's another issue. That control freak stuff started kicking in. Yes. Like, only way this party gonna be right if I set it up. And we were talking about management. And you were thinking so, that you were gonna do it all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I'm gonna call these places, set up these I'm dates for the tour. Hotel. Book our hotel. Limo. Uber. Like... Everything. No, you know, that's I a, got that's it. a team. That's a team. So yeah, I feel like that's gonna that just makes me be more, I guess, aware of me and my control problems. So yeah, help me work on those. Of course, hold me somewhat accountable. Like Lisa, it's okay. You don't have to take everything on. Like it's cool. Like I ruined my planner. Just look. <laughs> you be like you actually don't, bro. You don't even use that thing. So I think it will help me moving forward. Because I don't have to always try to be the life of the party. You don't, but I feel like you're just going to naturally be inclined Cause they to. Because they're going to be messing up until I get there. So ain't nobody going to be doing anything no. at the party until you get there. Until I get there. I'm like, oh, at least it's here. The party can start. Yeah, start mm-hmm. kicking things off. What a DJ at? Put this on. Play that. What a fool. Y'all ain't order food? Like, see? That's why I'm here. Oh, yeah. Start making drinks. Honestly. <laughs> see? But... That might just be your path. I think this might be my path. <laughs> I'm throwing everybody event 2020. Get at me. 2020. Get at her. So, I think that's cool. But I was reading about yours, and it said Michael Jackson also has your lifestyle as well. That's Cardi scary. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. You know, he like pretty stuff. 
pretty stuff. He like going shopping. He liked things about the way it looks. And he was very like visual. And it also said that he was very um basically like a nurturer as well. Same. And humanitarian. I love aesthetics. You know, I have like a whole folder like dedicated to aesthetics. Like no. just things I like to look at. <laughs> On your computer. On my phone. <laughs> I'm going through your phone after this. You shouldn't. You're going to be like, why do you have albums like this? Like, why is part of your folders? Or who even does that? Me. I'm going to need you to go through my phone and delete any picture I got of other people because my storage low. Really? So it seems like you got time to make folders for aesthetics and stuff. I mean, if I see something I like, I screenshot it. And And it goes to aesthetics, yes. It might give me, like, inspiration for something. Look at my little art friend. It did say you had an eye for art. See, I was listening to yours. I'm like, mm-hmm. It says she loved things that's beautiful, leader, and encouraging. You are very encouraging. I try. Like, you I really try. helped me get my screenplays on the way. So, thanks. And they're coming, you guys. They're coming. I'm going to do a whole reading. I'm going to be all ten of the characters. Yes. That's like a sociopath. But do you feel like you, um, any life paths... That you would, like, look for in a partner? Like, would you also want to nurture her? Probably not. They probably get on my nerves. Honestly, I feel like anybody like me, <laughs> I probably wouldn't like. Is what? That That's I'm, weird, Nisha. I'm probably somebody different than me. I've dated somebody that was very similar to me. I guess basically on just the Zodiac, like, his son's sign. He was mm-hmm. a Scorpio. Mm-mm. It was trash. Really? It was good because he knew, like, how I felt about, like, almost everything. Mm-hmm. But it was not good because I felt like I didn't have time to express myself because he kind of already knew. So I guess the dramatics wasn't really there all the time. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, I feel you. Like, no, I'm going to tell you. Like, no, I feel like this. But it's more so like, I'll get you, Lisa. And I'm like, you know what? I, I need to explain a lot more than that. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to explain it for him to still be like, no, that's what I get. I'm like, you know what? You didn't hear all, You didn't get all that. No you couldn't have got knew. it. Like, no way you knew all Cause that. Because I mean, I have a lot more explaining mm-hmm. within me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the basics that you're thinking. Like, it's more to it. So, that was kind of weird. But it was still cool because I felt like we automatically had some type of connection there. But it still was a little different. So. Yeah. Well, that runs that out. That rounds that out. So, anything you learned this week that you feel like you need to share with anyone? Not particularly. Um, no, it's usually like something big to happen. Like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to try to be supportive to friends because they never give that back. Ooh. You know? mm. Is that how you feel? <laughs> No, I saw this post earlier this week, and I was just, like, looking at it for, I guess, what it's worth, but a lot of the times, as far as, like, getting support from people that's very close to you, they might not always see your vision. That's true. So, I guess, when you're trying new things, it's important not to get bogged down waiting on people that are very close to you and people that you know to just support you, but also just looking outside the box and finding friends that are different to understand that. Even your closest friends might not always understand what you're doing. So they might not support it the way you need them to support it. So I guess it's all about the audience. And your audience doesn't always have to be your best friends or people close to you. That's just anyone. 
Because sometimes it takes somebody outside to see, like, what exactly you're doing. Right. Because I did see something about, like, how your friends see you in so many different stages of your life. So mm-hmm. they're not really, like, they under, they see you, but they're seeing you through different, like, stages of your life still. And a stranger might see you just in whatever you're in now. I and they might saying. recognize what you're doing now. But a friend might see you, like, in, like, oh. how you were two years ago or something like that. Drop those gems. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Cause even my mom don't even understand what I'm doing. Like I talked to her this week, and I was just telling her about all the little things. Cause she sees you in so many different ways. <laughs> like she sees baby Lisa, she sees teenage Lisa, she yes. sees adult Lisa. Like she's seeing you in all these so different many. ways and trying to figure out. Like tell like, me what you're doing, baby. I'm like, all right, mom. So what we doing is, you know, and mm-hmm. just started listening to things. So I do feel you on it. Cause it's like she sees me, like you said, in so many other different lights, and it's like. But where are you right now? Yeah. You know, it might be harder to see you as the person you are now because she knows who you were then. Yeah, and a few months ago. You know, she's yeah. like, hold on. What you working on now? Like, okay. All right, support you. Keep doing it. You good, you good. You know. But I thought you said you wanted to do this. Yeah. And you know me. Mm. Yeah. That's but something that's about is. my life path. They said that we really don't be just in one thing. We get a lot of enthusiasm for any idea that comes to us, and we just be trying to flow. And you do. She's going to have a food truck. She's going to have a restaurant. She's going to have a, um... an event planning service, <laughs> a wedding planning service as well. We're going to yes. have bartenders on deck. What, I mean, what anybody need? See? Screenplays. There's a tour coming. Screenplays, tour coming, film festival on deck. I don't know how many people she's going to have to be split into to make all this happen. I but... need a clone. Hey. So, yeah, I always trying to hire Leah, man, but we'll see. Hmm? I need a clone. <laughs> she I can need just stand in. Leah, just go to this meeting. Don't say nothing. <laughs> just go. Just go with this notebook. So, yeah. Dang. My life path really came for me. That's why I'm really I was mad. I was just felt like I wasn't structured. Like, everything it said just made me feel like I wasn't structured. And sometimes I also feel like I'm not. So obviously it's the truth. I feel like you are though. Or is it just a feeling that you're not? It's a feeling. Yeah, because I feel like you are. It's probably a feeling. So. Well, to close this out, send us your questions and follow us on social media at Groovy Black Millennial, at Groovy Black Millennial Podcast, at Nisha Trawick, and at Lisa Danae. Till next time. Peace Peace. and chicken grease.